Jam in the Journey, the podcast, is just me and sometimes a special guest, the microphone, and the music. Not always perfect, but always doing my best. Several months ago, I found my life to be in a very dark place. I found myself emotionally and physically tired, and most of all, so very lost. So tired and lost, I became stuck in this dark and lonely place. Through music, which clears my head, and on any day lifts my spirits, plus the help of a very special friend, spiritual guidance, and the desperation to get out of that place, I began my journey to finding my peace, self-love, and most of all, my best and most purpose-filled life. So welcome to my journey. I'm new to this podcast thing, and my life is still under construction, so I ask that you are patient with my imperfections and accept me for the courage and strength I've decided to use as part of the healing process. So again, welcome to Jamming the Journey. I am so glad to have you along for the ride. My name is Denise, and I'm your host. So today's episode is episode six, and I've named it Pump the Brakes. Why pump the brakes? Because I'm learning that it is so important that we learn to slow down, pump the brakes, and take care of our mental health, regardless of what's going on around us. It's the best thing to do on our journey. Our overall well-being, the way we feel about ourselves and others, as well as our ability to manage our feelings and just deal with everyday difficulties depends on where we are with our own mental health. It seems that when it comes to physical health, we make a more conscious effort than we do with our mental health. Whether it's taking the stairs instead of the elevator at work, deciding to join the gym, parking in the back of the parking lot instead of spending those five minutes hunting for a parking space closer to the door. Okay, you all realize that I'm talking about myself, right? (laughs) Or even, even deciding to start wearing sunscreen. Okay, I haven't conquered that one yet, but remember, I said my life was still under construction. (laughs) But good mental health helps us have balance in our lives. It helps us with our thinking process and the ability to respond constructively to life's highs and life's lows. By being healthy emotionally, we can increase our productivity and our effectiveness in all aspects of our lives. And I'm learning that you'd be surprised at how little time it takes to practice things that promote good mental health. For instance, some of us should stop glorifying being so busy and get some proper rest and sleep. This one is huge because I know so many people who do this. These are also the people who are constantly glued to their phone, checking Facebook, posting on Instagram, etc. Now, I'm not saying those things are wrong because... I do them myself, but what I am saying is this is time that could be used for more productive things. I mean, have you ever just unplugged for the day? 
I mean, I do realize some people do need their phones for their jobs, etc. Um, have kids they need to stay in touch with. But have you ever considered giving yourself 24 hours free from social media, personal emails, texting, etc.? Well, I've considered it, but let me say, I've never totally finished the whole 24 hours. So, honestly, this is something I'm going to try harder to do, and if I can do it, I know you can do it. So, let's use that time to do something more helpful for her mental health. I challenge you. Let's say, I say, let's do it. <laughs> um, Did you know that literally 10 minutes of meditation, don't roll your eyes. I can see some of you rolling your eyes. I can actually see the people who are rolling their eyes right now. It can not only help you get back your focus, but just the fact that you are taking a few minutes to calm down, sit quietly, and concentrate on your breathing is huge. So, yeah, we've talked about my meditation abilities, um, or lack thereof, in previous episodes. So, I get it. And I honestly used to roll my eyes, too, until I realized how beneficial it was to just bring me back to the moment. And just to calm my frazzled nerves. I mean, for some of you, taking some time to sit and pray has the same effect. So, whatever it is that can help you make yourself mindful of the present, breathe in the good shit, breathe out the bullshit, do it. You will find that it is, I mean, like I said, as little as five to ten minutes of this can make such a difference. Something else we can do is keep in touch with family and friends. Now, I realize not everyone has a supportive family. Trust me. Let me say that again. Not everyone has a supportive family, and I understand. (laughs) However, sometimes just reaching out and doing something so simple as letting them know that I'm thinking about them makes me feel more supportive, which is good for my mental health. And the same goes for friends. I mean, do you have a friend that you know is going through a hard time? I mean, it's don't think if you reach out to them, that means you have to agree with them, disagree with them, or fix anything. But just by reaching out to that friend and letting them know that they've been on your mind makes them feel you care. Now, if you don't sincerely care, don't reach out because that kind of defeats the purpose. But you get what I'm saying. By reaching out to those we care about can truly help us deal with the stresses of life. Try it. I dare you. Another thing is do something we're good at. What activities can you lose your sorry about that? What activities can you lose yourself in? If you can't think of anything, think back to a happier time in your life and think about what you love doing. I am so guilty of feeling guilty for enjoying myself, <laughs> but I'm learning that it really does help beat stress. Doing an activity that you enjoy probably means you're good at it. And achieving something that you're good at boosts your self-esteem. So, 
concentrating on a hobby like gardening. Oh, and let me just say, I have enjoyed the shit out of my little herb garden this year. Yes, I killed my basil and my lavender is looking a little sad, but my mint is totally out of control. My rosemary has hung in there and I actually have about 10 peppers that will need to be picked this weekend. Aha, go me. So these are the type things that can help you forget your worries, if only for a while, but they can also change your mood. Something else is to get serious about some laughter. You know, they say laughter is the best medicine, but the reason they say that is really no joke. See what I did with that? Oh. Laughter can improve our quality of life mentally, emotionally, socially, and physically. Let me say it again. Laughter can improve our quality of life mentally, emotionally, socially, and physically. True fact. It's also been proven that laughter reduces stress hormones, lowers blood pressure, and improves a person's mood. Now, I know some of you are wishing you could find something to laugh about. Trust me. <laughs> oh, how I get that. I mean, unless you have a friend who's funny as shit, I mean, where do you go to find yourself some laughter? I mean, I could certainly offer you my phone number because I can promise you some of the things that go on in my life sound like something right off a comedy skit, but unfortunately, it's my real life, folks, and yeah, real life, <laughs> but seriously, I'm going to give away one of my secrets, and Brooke, if you're listening, you will know what I'm talking about right away. But when I find myself needing to laugh, I have a certain DVD. Okay, see how old I am? I'm sure it's on Netflix or something by now, but yes, I prefer my old school DVD. But I pull it out every single time. Do you want to hear the name of it? If you've never watched The Kings of Comedy, do it. If that doesn't make you laugh, then I'm not sure my podcast can help you because I can watch it and literally laugh for days. I mean, there are other things that can help you with laughter. I'm just offering up a suggestion, but I'm also going to say you need to watch The Kings of Comedy if you're needing some laughter in your life. Tell them, Brooke. The last thing I want to talk about is having a real conversation with someone um, this is huge. We, we need to reach out and find our tribe, our support system, a group of people who provide good vibes and positivity to our life, because this is vital to keeping us happy and healthy minded. This is also something that I find myself, um, having a problem with on my journey. Um, I'm in a weird situation, if you don't know me personally. Um, I have grown twin girls that are 34. I have been at my job for 33 years. I have a granddaughter who will be nine this month, and I'm 54 years old. Um, while all that put together might not see where there's an issue, but on the average, most people with children who are grown are older than me. I had my children very young, and there's both positives and negatives about that. But, you know, so it is hard to find that perfect tribe, 
but you have to get out there and you have to put yourself out there and you have to find it. And I so encourage you to find it because you need those good vibes and you need that positivity in your life. And I promise you while you're meditating, haha, while you're meditating, meditate on finding your tribe. Meditate on those things coming to you. And I promise you, they will come. They will truly come. Like-minded people, happy people, healthy-minded people, these people are out there and they will come to you. Now, this might mean cutting out, mm, this is so hard for me to say, this might also mean cutting unhealthy and toxic relationships, but it's imperative that we keep the positive and like-minded people in our life. So don't just withdraw from those unhealthy relationships. Keep open communication with them, but also keep open communication with the positive people in your life. You don't want to withdraw from the unhealthy and toxic relationships. Um, Now, there's a fine line here, and you know, this is you know, I don't like to drag these out, but you know what I'm saying. I mean, of course, if it's toxic to the extent of abuse and that kind of things, of course you want to withdraw from it. But if it's just, you know, a toxic friendship or an unhealthy relationship because they're negative or whatever, you know, don't withdraw from them because they need you. However, you want to keep your open communication with the positive people in your life. Um, now I'm not talking about the yes people in your life. And I know, you know, what I'm talking about, you know, the ones that will go along with anything you say and they never call you out on your shit <laughs> because we, you know, we like to find those people too, because, um, but that is not so much a positive relationship. The people who truly love you and want to be there for you and appreciate you for you and your way of thinking Those are the positive people we need to connect with. And these are the type people we need in our life on a deeper level that can honestly boost our overall well-being. And that's the goal here. So let's just recap and kind of talk about real quick what we've talked about on how we can pump our brakes and work on our mental health and emotional health. Going off the grid, I know can be challenging, but leaving your phone at home and spending a little time in nature or with people who make you laugh or just sitting alone at the park can just be so valuable. You're stepping away from the daily grind and it allows you to provide perspective on what's really important. Meditation or quiet time or prayer, it allows you to give yourself some me time. I just can't stress enough how much a change of scenery or a change of pace is good for our mental health. I mean, as little as a five-minute pause can be enough to help you de-stress. 
of course, ideally, I mean, a getaway weekend for yourself or, you know, um, a whole day. Yes, those things are important and those things are needed. But if all you have is time for a five to 10 minute pause, take it. It will help. Now, doing something for someone else seems, I know you're saying, but I'm supposed to be working on myself. But I promise you, something so small as calling and checking on a friend or family member, it helps us feel so accomplished and better about ourselves. And in turn, if you're making that person realize that you truly do care, Maybe you don't call them as much as you should. And, and you know, it's okay. I actually did that recently. I'm horrible about keeping in touch. I really am. Um, And I made that known to a friend um, because she is a true friend. I hope she's listening because she'll know who I'm talking about. She is a true friend, and, and I fail horribly um, on keeping in touch with her, but I let her know recently that I I did feel horrible about not keeping in touch with her, but I do think about her daily, and I needed her to realize that I do genuinely care, and in doing that, it made me feel better because I finally reached out to her, and I know her well enough to know that she understands me for who I am and what I do and my, my, um, way of thinking. So I, it, it helped us both. Um, I think that's so important and I definitely can use improvement in this area. Um, then we have take some time to do something you're good at doing. Crafting, gardening, even reading allows us time to realize that we're not just a husband or wife, a mother or father, a partner or an employee. It gives us time to realize that we're just us. You're just you. And you know what? It makes us realize we're killing it. We really are because we're taking the time to do something for us to do something for our mental and emotional health. Don't forget to make time to laugh. This is so important. And again, it's kind of like I said, this, um, I think that's why I chose to do this episode by myself because I'm honestly preaching to myself during this episode. All of these things I'm mentioning, I'm not good at any of them. none of them. So this episode is really definitely a healing episode for me because I don't make time to laugh like I should. And it's so important and we need to practice it. It's one of the things we need to practice most. So it's definitely time I drag out that DVD. Maybe I will search it on Netflix, like go out on the edge and live like a person in this day and age. But <laughs> but um, having a real conversation with somebody, yeah, another area I <laughs> need practice on. Um, so 
you know, again, finding that person or people that won't judge you and who love you for you, it's so important. And yes, I know it can be hard. When I first started this journey, I was scared. I was so scared for so many reasons. And honestly, this was one of the reasons I was so scared because I didn't know if I could find a person who was like-minded like me. Now, if you know me and you've seen me um, and you've been one of those people who say, how many colors do you have in your hair? And they let you work at FedEx with those tattoos. So yeah, with just that in mind. Um, so it was scary to, to wonder if I could find somebody that could be part of my tribe or I could be part of their tribe. But it is so important. And so I'm just going to say, if you sincerely don't know anyone in your circle like that, message me. We'll talk. I'm serious. I'm very non-judgmental. You know what? We'll talk. I extend that to you in a very sincere manner because I have found open-minded and like-minded people who are non-judgmental. And I'm telling you, when I started this journey, I didn't know people like that still existed. I knew I was non-judgmental. I knew that I accepted people for who they were. Not to say I didn't gossip about people. Not to say that I wasn't catty. Because I was. I was those things. Those are things that I have um, I have worked on and have become much better at on this journey. But trusting these people, huge issue. We'll, we'll talk about that in another episode. But... Just know there are people out there who won't judge you and who will love you for you. And you really, you really need to find them if you haven't. It, it's such an important part of the journey to finding your best self. So, um, you know, there's other things we can do, um, but these are a few suggestions, and quite honestly, I, I said, these are some things I need to work on myself. And so when I started working on this episode, I kind of did that. I kind of thought, I mean, obviously, if I knew other ways, <laughs> I wouldn't need to work on it, kind of, right? <laughs> so when I started working on this episode, which somebody said the other day, and I do want to bring this up, that my mom would be so proud. So, um... If you don't know me, I lost my mom um, eight, nine years ago. Um, it'll be nine. And truly, um, truly the worst day of my life because she was my best friend. Um, but um, the funny thing about that when they said your mom would be so proud of you and how you stepped outside of your comfort zone. Um, and I wrote them back and said, how funny that you said that because when I sit down to decide what my next episode is going to be. Um, I try to d come up with a title, etc. I always talk to mama and it's like, okay, mom, <laughs> help me here because um, my mom truly loved me for me. 
she might not necessarily, she may have not, she may have not necessarily been like-minded as me. <laughs> Let's just say definitely wasn't. However, she appreciated my, um, she appreciated my theories. She appreciated my um, conversation and was never judgmental. So, um, I do always look to her when I begin these because I know that she can lead me in the right direction and I trust her to do that. So that was just a little, I guess, a side tangent. So, um, uh, let's see here. I'm trying to um, find the words to, you know, I'm not good at the segue thing. So how to go into the ending here. So, um, let me just reiterate, because this is one of the places on my journey that I need a lot of work. I would love to hear your ideas on how you work on your mental health. And, um, hey, maybe we could even have a like-minded conversation. Oh. Um, so, um, that's it, y'all. This one's a little shorter than normal, but because when I do them by myself, I don't really... Um, I don't really think y'all want to hear me talk for an hour. I mean, and honestly, I don't, well, of course I could talk about myself for an hour. Who couldn't? But um, I do try to make them a little shorter when I'm doing them by myself. But I hope I've sparked some interest somewhere out there. And I've tell, helped someone make the important decision to start working on their mental health. And for those that are already ahead of me, um, Give me some ideas. I would love to hear some of your ideas that I could add to this list. Um, and we can talk about them, you know, um, if you want to be a guest and talk about some ideas, I would love to have you. So, um, let's just all try and pump on the brakes and take a little time for ourselves. We deserve it. Um, we truly, truly do. And it will make us into the best person we can be. So, I, um, ouch, sorry about that. <laughs> I publish a new episode every week that I think will be interesting. Um, and mom will think, <laughs> and mom thinks that will be interesting. But most of all, will help anyone out there on their journey to finding their best self. So, thank you for listening. And if you would like to contact me, and I'm so serious, I got some messages last week, and I was so excited that people reached out. I was so excited. Um, but you can reach me at jamminthejourney at gmail.com, or you can find me on my new Facebook page, Jammin' the Journey Podcast. And I would love to hear from you. I really, really would. Um, constructive criticism is something I'm so good at. I really am. Um, I if you've got positive things to say, of course, I prefer those over constructive criticism, but I will take your constructive criticism very graciously. Uh, I'm, I'm, I can promise you. So remember, there is no right or wrong way to do life. So put that playlist on shuffle and let's jam this journey together.